1: This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area.
0: But first, our top story this half hour: a man was shot to death by police in Carroll Stream this weekend. Now, a Chicago-based civil rights attorney has joined the man's family in demanding that police worn body cam footage be released. WBBM's Brandon Eisen reports from the Village Brook Apartments in Carroll Stream where the deadly shooting happened. The family and close friends of Isaac Goodlow III, tearful and comforting each other as they're joined by attorney Andrew Stroth of the Action Injury Law Group, just steps away from where Goodlow was shot and killed by police over the weekend, demanding answers. What is known right now, according to Stroth, is that Goodlow was in his home unarmed and was shot and killed by police moments after they entered. Goodlow's mother, Bonnie Pegram, very emotional during this press conference. They shot my- shot him down like a dog. They shot him down like a dog. Like he wasn't even a human being. <laughs> he won't harm nobody. His nieces and nephews, they all love him. <laughs>
1: The family's attorney says that what they don't know is what's on the police video, both images and sound. They want that released immediately. This demand made on the Carroll
0: Stream mayor, its police chief and the DuPage County Public Integrity Unit. In Carroll Stream, Brandon Ison,
1: News Radio 105.9 WBBM.
0: Metro riders continue to be plagued by problems in the Ventra app when trying to buy their tickets. The app crashed last week but was restored yesterday. But experienced more glitches this morning. Matt Smith is one of the only commuters WBBM talked to this morning who was able to purchase tickets on the Ventra app. He said it still took a
1: couple of tries. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's typical for cell phones. You know, something goes a little crazy, you just close out and go back in. and All was well for me.
0: Metra is working with the app vendor to fix the problems. CTA and pace ticketing are also done through Ventra, but most of the problems are affecting only Metra tickets. The Chicago Police Department is being urged to do a comprehensive study of the way it staffs and deploys police officers. 47th Ward Alderman Matt Martin told the Police and Fire Committee a full and transparent study of police staffing is long overdue. CPD has twice commissioned workforce allocation studies to help inform its staffing decisions. First was in 2016 and more recently in 2019 with the University of Chicago Crime Lab. Neither study, however, was completed and their preliminary findings were kept private for only a handful of decision makers to review. But 28th Ward Alderman Jason Irvin suggested some things need to be discussed before a team is brought in to do a study. How do we get a baseline? How do we know objectively what is right? versus then what we as policymakers may want to adjust for. Martin agreed on the preliminaries. The measure was approved and now goes to the full council. On another matter, the committee discussed but didn't vote on an ordinance to raise the retirement age for police and firefighters from 63 to 65. At City Hall, Craig Delamore, News Radio 105.9 WBVM. While the second phase of work to improve streets, sidewalks, and utilities in portions of downtown Naperville began today. If you've driven through downtown Naperville recently, you've likely sat in traffic due to construction of the Washington Street Bridge. Well, now that traffic mess is expanding as the city looks to replace an 80-year-old
1: water main. We will be rebuilding Washington Street from Chicago Avenue up through Benton Avenue.
0: Project engineer Katie Rubush says phase two of the downtown streetscape project was intentionally scheduled to coincide with construction of the bridge.
1: Since it's already down to one lane in each direction, we're essentially extending the merger point further north. So it will be one lane in each direction for a longer length.
0: Lane closures between Chicago and Benton Avenues are expected through October. Rachel Pearson, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. The new state task force is aimed to create guidelines for how schools, care providers, agencies, and more treat people who have experienced trauma. The definition of trauma has expanded beyond personal events such as abuse to include experiences a whole group may endure, says Colleen Cicchetti, executive director of the Center for Childhood Resilience at Lurie Children's Hospital. So that could be exposure to violence in your community. It could be the experience of food insecurity and housing insecurity, not being able to know if you're going to be safe tonight. It could also be experiences of racism. She and other members of the Healing Centered Task Force are supposed to create goals and metrics to measure progress. At a minimum, we want to make sure that if you show up asking for trauma treatment, that across our state, we have access to clinicians who know how to do that work. And can improve your immediate symptom. The group is slated to meet monthly to meet its goal of having a framework in one year. Nancy Hardy, News Radio 1059 WBBM a man in critical condition after allegedly jumping from a window while he was trying to escape police in Hyde Park. Chicago police say the man was hospitalized after he jumped from a third-story window while running from authorities. Officers say around 12.30 p.m. they arrived in an apartment building near 54th and Woodlawn after receiving a call about someone stealing mail. When they arrived, they found the man in the apartment lobby. Police say he forced his way into a third-story apartment where he jumped. He was later arrested. Police haven't said if this incident is connected to recent mail thefts in the Loop, Lincoln Park, and the near north side. Carolina Garibay, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. An overnight fire in Chicago's Brighton Park has sent a man to the hospital, and dozens of people were displaced. It broke out around three this morning in a building near 38th and Kedzie. The man uh, suffered from smoke inhalation, Cause of the fire still under investigation. Uh, meantime an investigation continues after two women were robbed in the lakeview neighborhood it happened in the 700 block of west cornelia they told police three men robbed them they showed a weapon they reportedly fled in a white car well before you know it the chicago river will look a lot different as it does this time of year it will mark the 63rd year that the chicago plumbers union dyes the chicago river green a key part of the city's st patrick's day festivities the annual tradition will come a day before the St. Patrick's Day Parade, Saturday, March 16th. As a result, Local 130 reminding Chicagoans the lower level of the Riverwalk will be closed with no access to public stairwells in the area. Another reminder, if you're watching the dyeing itself and think the river is looking a bit off, you are right. A post from the Union says in part, the dye's initial color on the surface of the river is orange. And you would think to yourself, what heathen would do something like this? They also say other cities have tried to dye their waterways green, but none quite like Chicago Writing, "quote We believe that's where the leprechaun comes in." Andy Day, News Radio 105.9 WBBM.
1: All local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.